Um, so we're back. We're here. Finally, right? This is crazy. Back again. Full circle, bro. This is um. That's what it feels like. Um. I kind of want to backtrack a little bit before we get into it because I, I was thinking about our relationship the last couple of weeks and kind of retracing my steps when it came to how many conversations we even had about this, right? Like me bringing the idea to you and us kind of having our little baby version of, you know, what this conversation or even what this like space could feel like and be like. Um, and so firstly, I'm very, very, very grateful that at this point in time, at this moment, we're able to, to do it. We're able to, to create the space. We're able to sit across from each other and um, extend the fruits, right? Extend that, that love, right? That, uh, that energy. Um, and it'd be beneficial, right? Not in a selfish way where, you know, I want something and you want something, but, you know, it's just kind of like a, a even sort of playing field. It feels natural, because it is, but that's our relationship. So I just wanted to say that because like I said in the beginning, this is a this is a full circle kind of moment, and um, I'm just I'm excited, bro, to 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 sort of uh, step into your brain. I mean, for everybody else to see that genius of you, bro, and to experience what you got going on. So, Thank what's you. going on? How you feeling, bro? How you? How are you? I'm excited to see like this start for you. You know what I mean? Like, I keep forgetting, like this is kind of, you know, like I'm a part of this. I'm just excited to see you like get the ball rolling with this because it's been, you know, it's it's been everything's aligned. It's perfect now. Yeah. You know, it's something like it's something that we've thought about, we've talked about, kind of envisioned. So I'm, I'm excited to see the fruition of it. I know it's going to be great. Yeah, it's only it can only be as, as great or as good or whatever as the people who are a part of it. You know, I don't even look at it as a, as an individual effort. From the jump, I've sought after a team. I've sought after uh, sort of being that delegate to put people that I know personally that I feel can help, you know, with the vision and with the output of everything. I've never tried to do it by myself. You know, actually, I even struggle with the whole idea of doing it myself. I think that's something that as a creative, as an artist, and you could probably attest to, is uh, that and they feeling a, I can do it by myself, but having that stubbornness to reach out, to ask for help, to ask, yo, do you have this? Uh, can you help me with this? What do you think about this, right? Like, that's something that I for sure struggle with for the last couple of years, you know? Well, I think it's something that's like programmed in us. Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes, like just by the way, the nature of growing up, we kind of feel like a burden asking for help we've had to learn how to do everything, you know, be so self-sufficient. Yeah. We were self-sufficient, learning how to live life. You know what I mean? Right. So I I, I think that's just reprogramming. I, I definitely struggle asking for help. Yeah. You know how many hats I wear. Bro, it's crazy. <laughs> like, it's crazy because you, you are, I would consider, I, I, I mean, I would consider you a, huge part, uh, a huge piece to the creative community, especially in Detroit. I think that you for sure have paved 
so many different roads in your own respective lane. But I think the genius of Dion Antoine is something that has stuck with me since the very first day I met him, right? Like we were kids, you know, we were what, eight or nine years old, man. And, uh, you know, I can honestly say you are literally the same person. The way you think, the way you move, the way you act, like everything about you, nothing has changed, bro. Only, only thing that's changed is you got a little bit taller, you lifted more hair. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> A little bit taller, yeah. and you know what I mean. But but your mind operates in the same frequency, like it, 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 and that's incredible. There's not a lot of kids, especially on that time, where there weren't a lot of kids where they could operate on that level, right? Where you could read this book and pull so much from it, or you could write this lyric and actually dissect it and put it here and put it there, and you hear a song, but you hear everything, you hear all the deets, like every part of how you are as an artist, right? from photography to film to uh, music production, engineering, rapping, singing. Like you have a gift, bro. Like you have a gift as a creative. And um, I do think that you for sure mean so much to the creative community. And I know I'm speaking for a lot of people when I say that, you know, when they think of influential, when they think of, uh, what's the word, a maverick, I'm pretty sure your name or your face pops up somewhere within the scope of how they're envisioning it. I, I, appreci I appreciate it. I mean, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of you. We always been friends. You know, it's, it's weird. It's weird hearing. I don't know why it's weird to hear compliments, but it's weird. Um, I appreciate it. It, it. Like it feels, it's like a spine feeling. I feel it in my back where it's like whole, it kind of makes me feel whole to hear kind of the appreciation. Uh, it's hard to take it in yeah. because it's like, ah, oh, dang, that's heavy handed. Even though I can't feel that way. But I, I, I love that up here, you know, we've, we've done so much together, just, you know, we've made songs together, you know? People don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> People don't know that. Yeah. Like we've done like that's everything. That's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, for years, you know, you've been one of my, you know, since I could think third grade, it's so funny, I have a video of me, you, Dan, third grade, my mom took it. Oh, so man. Like, I got I it. See that. Yeah, keeping in touch. Keep it. When we like 40, I'm gonna drop it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, we've always been friends. It's always been like a mutual respect. Yeah. I'm, I think we've never been not friends. True. There hasn't been like a time where I feel like, man, I hate Justin. Word. Yeah, it's always been a consistent flow of just love, I would say, you know, and I think to even speak to your inability to receive the compliments and to, to feel, I guess, I don't even want to say secure, but to feel like content with hearing what you're hearing without fighting that, man, is it true? Like, are you serious? Are you sure? Like, is that even really how you feel about me? Like, do you really think that my stuff is this good? Like, bro, that's, I think, a constant, um, that's a constant thought in a lot of creative lives, man, for sure for me. Because I, I don't know how to receive compliments. I don't know how to receive um, somebody telling me, yo, this photo is dope. Yo, man, I love that idea you had. Because I don't even look at myself that way. Not even like in a negative sense, like I suck or I'm bad or whatever. I just, I don't put myself on a pedestal. So when other people do in a way, it, it doesn't feel right to like receive that like 
confident and like, yeah, you're right. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. You know, like, I don't know. It just doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like I should take that. Yes. Right. It's like we don't have the programming to receive compliments. Right. Yeah. Like we don't, we're, we know how to react mm -hmm. to, let's say, some disrespect. I mean, we have an arsenal of that. Wow. But when it comes to a big compliment, we sit there, we all freeze up, we, we get awkward. Even if we're like, yes. <laughs> like in my head, I'll be like, thank you. But I can say thank you, I could nod my head. It's, it's a weird thing. We're trying to figure out the grace and we're trying to figure out how to really, maybe that's just life. Maybe we're just taught not to overly clap when someone does something right, so then the person who does something right, they're like, is it right? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. That's something I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to learn. I'm gonna get a smooth answer to when someone's like, man, you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna find like a cool, cool thing to say. Like a one size fits all, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, Maybe. I think that's probably just giving it up to my mom as I'm giving up to God. Yeah, I mean, my dad. ultimately, man, I feel like when it comes down to that, bro, I always attribute it to God for me. Like I, I attribute it to like, bro, I'm not even me without God. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't do what I can do without him, right? So it's only it's only fitting to give him that glory because he is literally the one who created me. He's the one who instilled in me the seeds that I have that have been growing for years that I'm now deciding to, you know, take action on. And so I feel in those situations, I've had more natural situations where I've done that than not, because then I would fight with the, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, God did, but I also, even outside of thinking about God, I also am thinking about like just me in my own nature, like I can't even process what I'm, what I'm getting right now. Because I've had moments in the past, man, where I've for sure been filled with ego. I've for sure been filled with I'm great, like I'm this, I'm that, right? And it felt great at that time until I began to understand and realize how to an extent detrimental it can be to be full of yourself in that way, right? Like it's never good to be the only one in the room attributing everything to yourself, you know? It's better to let somebody else do that for you, right? Because the genius in the room doesn't say he's a genius. Everybody else sees that he's a genius, you get what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, it, 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 I guess it's more valuable to just operate honestly, man, and to operate humbly, because if you are just yourself in that space, where again, I would see you as somebody who is just, it's in you, you know what I mean? Like you have that, uh, you have that, um, what's the word? Or rather, I think you, you it, like it bleeds through you, you know what I mean? Like those creative juices, the artistry, the genius and your art, like, how you listen to music, how you hear sounds, how you see colors, like it's in you, right? In the same way for me or for anybody else, like as a creative, it's just in you. And if it's in you, you know it's in you. But do you always have to say, yeah, it's in me. Like, yeah, I'm, I know this, right? No, it's like, bro, if you're operating, if you're operating on the only thought of, I'ma just do it because I, I'm just, I'm wired that way then naturally everything else is going to fall in line and people will see that. Whether or not you want want people to see it or not or want people to say they see it or not, it doesn't matter. But naturally people are gonna be like, there's something about that guy. There's something about the way that this kid um, 
like he just played me this beat, man. It was just like it was just otherworldly, man. I can't believe that he 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 had culminated all of that, all of those sounds, or something about this photo, how he even talked about the photo, like you know, he he his description of how he viewed. Like when you told me like two or three years ago, man, when I think about pictures, I think about what looks good on the wall. I've never heard that before, right? So that that's like an example of like your genius. Like you look at pictures before you take them. Does this look good? Does this look good on the wall? Like, that's crazy. You know, that's not just a normal thought that people just, photographers just have. Yo, does this look, this, does this look good on the wall? Like, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. I think it's, it stems from like being just way too hard on myself. Mm -hmm. Like I, I don't compare myself, but if I am gonna compare myself, yeah. best believe it's to the best ever at everything. Yeah. Like I get frustrated at myself that I'm not like Kobe on the basketball court. Right. I'm like, oh my God, I missed. Yeah. Right. When I'm shooting a photo, it has to be the best. It can't, and it's, it's good and bad. I think it's standards really determine outcome for everybody. So your standards of people around you, it's gonna, gonna determine how good your friends are. Um, the standard of music, if you are okay with just making something all right, you'll make all right stuff. Yeah. But what does that, how do you attribute what's all right, you know? Like yeah, it's just it well, it's also very, very much self self indulgent, like this is what I like and this is what I think is great. Yeah. And that's kind of being an artist, you kinda of pull from within, yeah. even with the outside. You maybe you're trying to affect somebody on the outside from what you got inside. Yeah. Um, maybe you're just trying to get it off your chest. I know right now I'm just in the space of wanting to be vulnerable. That's both, you know, very uh, self-indulgent, but also very, like, m my intentions with being vulnerable isn't necessarily just, I need to get everything off my chest. Mm. It's like, I want people to feel okay with saying stuff that's honest, with that's raw, um, something that maybe that they don't agree with, but that's how they feel. Because I feel we're in this place of, it's so stiff. Everybody, everybody's communication is stiff. It's not, it's not normal for someone to say something that makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. And we have this like coast, we're all coasting and conversation and posting and art and everything really, it's all safe. And life isn't safe. You know, we have unsafe thoughts. We have unsafe feelings. Um, so when I just, when I'm making a song, I'm like, I don't want to say anything safe. I want to make sure I say everything is, I 100% feel with my chest. I'm just vulnerable. I'm all in it. How it comes out is how it comes out. Yeah. Oh well, you know, so I, I feel like we're pulling from both ourselves and others. You know, we want to impress ourselves, but we also want to impress others. It's a, it's a weird dynamic because everybody can tell me in the room that I'm great. I may be like, man, this song is a Frank Ocean good. Or this, this shot isn't Stanley Kubrick good. So, you know, it's like, I have to fulfill myself, but I also have to, you know, I have to coexist with the world around me. Cause it's not just me. Yeah. And sometimes I wonder, you know, it's just shifts. This is the only, this is how I'm creating right now. 10 years from now, I might be like, I just want everything to be for God. I want everything to be for others. I don't care how I feel about it. I may be like, you know what? Everything for me, selfish. Yeah. I may have one person I want to impress. Maybe 
it's the love of my life. Maybe it's an idol. You know, we shouldn't have idols, but we're human. There's sometimes you just look at somebody like, man, I really like this person. Yeah. I really look up to him. Yeah. So. I mean, that's natural. I mean, that's, that's, that's a very natural inclination to have an admiration for somebody at a very high level, you know? And I, and I mean, I believe that there is a healthy place to be in when it comes to that, right? Where you're drawing inspiration, you're making your art or you're making, or you're, you're crafting your art or whatever you're doing around that inspiration and that admiration. But it isn't until it consumes you that having that idol becomes detrimental, right? It becomes um, all-consuming, overwhelming. It becomes so crazy that you no longer see yourself. You see this person over you. They're your identity. Now you're not even yourself, you know? It causes you to operate outside of who you are, you know? And I, and I do definitely resonate with this, you know, the, the whole idea of the shifts and like, you know, one day you're feeling like this, 10 years later you might be feeling like this, right? Or just having that own self-opinion about what is good, what isn't good, what you like, and being vulnerable. Because ultimately, when it comes to being vulnerable, you know, I, I actually watched, or I heard somebody say this, I don't know when I forget, but it was like, you know, when people dance or when people um, sing, usually that's when they're the happiest, right? And what's ironic about them being the happiest when they're dancing or singing, what's the one thing or the two things that people are most likely to be nervous of doing? Dancing, singing. Why? Because they have to get vulnerable. Everybody's watching them. People can hear, people can see. That's why when we see people who are, let's say dancing, right? And people who aren't dancing, they're the ones that are judging the ones that are dancing because they're afraid to do it themselves. Because they're afraid to let themselves be free, to be open, to be vulnerable. So in the same way, vulnerability, I mean, it's very transcendent, it's very layered, but like, I would generalize it and say vulnerability is how you're able to see yourself completely as the artist you're meant to be, right? It's how you completely, and you can honestly see your own work for what it is, for how you feel it to be, not thinking about it, not attributing anybody else's opinion to it, um, not even thinking about what people might say, think, or even, you know, might not think about any of that extra stuff. Just right off the bat, I love this or I don't. I like this or I don't. I like this shot or I don't. Like, this shot is abstract, I'm gonna go with it. You know, this isn't in the norm. This isn't um, objective standard because, I mean, there really isn't any objective standards in the, the, the creative world, right? There's only standards that we place on things in those places where you need a degree or, you know, you're talking about you know, working with executives and producers or whatever, but when you're talking about the artists, I mean, the ones who make the money, right? The ones who bring and who bring the media to you, the one who bring the idea, whatever, like, there is no uh, standard and there shouldn't be, especially from ourselves. So we shouldn't even look at, like, you shouldn't look at a song that you're making or a beat or whatever and think, ah, no. I mean, it's okay to be like, okay, I want this to sound like this. I want this to sound like that, but, what we shouldn't do is look at what we're creating or producing and think that it automatically is trash because it doesn't, to us, amount to, you know what I mean? Like, it just should never go that way. Yeah, to me, it's, we just got to stop being in our heads about yeah. everything. Yeah. You know, I think our intuition is the most important thing that we have, our feelings. Yeah. You can look at something and be like, I like this. 
but then you get in your head and you're thinking, well, this isn't as sharp and it's not as clear as that, that. or you can hear a song and be like, I really, for whatever reason, I, this makes me feel good. But then our head is what brings us away from how we really feel. I think we just gotta stop thinking about everything. Just stop thinking, feel. I try not to think. And that's why I'm allowing myself to be abstract. I'll consider myself an abstract expressionist um, because I'm not trying to express in a mold or in any type of box. Yeah. I, I hate it. I'm very anti, and I really wish I wasn't, True. but I'm so anti. True. I'm anti-weird authority. I like rules because I like confinement, yeah. but authoritative presence make me feel weird. I don't like control. I don't like anything controlling. Mm -hmm. Someone's trying to be controlling, I don't like it. Yeah. And I, I like giving people grace. If I feel controlling over someone, I'll look at myself like, I don't, you choose some stuff. Like, yeah, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't wanna, I don't wanna yeah. be a overarching figure, overarching like hand. Yeah. So I, I just, I'm, I'm so anti, so I'm anti-rules, I'm anti-constraints, I'm anti-all that. If somebody gonna tell me, man, you can't do this, I'm gonna find the best way to do it. I'm gonna be like, you know what, this, I'm gonna do it like this, and you're gonna love it. It's, it's a, I wish I wasn't like that, because I make every game harder. You know, if I'm supposed to hit a layup, I'm gonna shoot a three. Right, yeah. It's, it's perspective. It's perspective. It's, it's, uh, you can't see how I see things right now. You can't really possibly be in my shoes from where you're standing. So I'm going to show you what it's like to be in my shoes right now. Okay, you say this bass doesn't sound good. I'm going to make it sound good. I'm going to make it, I'm going to put it where it needs to be and you're going to love it. The, the you know what I mean? The best question is why? Someone tell you, you talk to a four-year-old, they all saying why. Yeah. Every, everything you say, every, they say, is the sky blue? Yes. Why? Oh, man. I don't know. But it's really the best question. Because someone going, everybody's projecting their own rules to make them feel safer on you. True. Someone tell you you can't do this. You're like, why? You don't do this. Why? Why? What, it, what is correct and incorrect? And it's, it's a freeing way of thinking, but then you feel, you feel all these unnecessary constraints you feel these boxes mm -hmm. and it don't feel good you don't feel good seeing people abide by boxes that are hurting them you feel people can't it's uh, it's not regular to say vulnerable things why everybody i know partially depressed but it's very irregular to post about depression or if they do they have to post in a way that feels communicate like like they're communicating to everybody in this I understand, and where I got past it, or trying to make everybody feel good. Why do I know? Most people I know are feeling bad, yeah. but we can't talk about it. Why do I know most people hate their jobs? We, it's irregular. Someone was like, man, I hate my job on social media, or in a regular conversation. People be looking at them like they crazy. And we, what is these feelings? Why are these boxes on us to where we can't even be honest? Yeah. Can't even be vulnerable. We all got this fake smile on. Mm. I'm mad smiling. Bro, it's like, let's talk about it. Because I think that social media is the biggest culprit for that, bro. Like, you know, we always see on social media the highlights, obviously, right? We see, we hear that a lot. 
Social media is just a highlight reel, right? True, okay? And what I do believe is that when we allow ourselves to feel vulnerable, to be honest on those platforms, then there's gonna be those people that have something to say about it. Now, what's detrimental to that whole entire interaction between content and feedback online is that now you're crafting a very real perception and opinion about this person who you don't know or you might know, but you only see a piece of what it is that they're willing to share, okay? Because what they're sharing might not even be, what they're sharing might not even be uh, the full picture, okay? So you only have so much to judge off of that little tiny piece which you're trying to get the, you're trying to respond with the full picture without even seeing it. So I think that, that what that does is psychologically. That makes, that makes the consumer limited in how they can process things, right? And that makes the person who is sharing limited and how they want to share things. So now they're conditioned to share less. Now they're conditioned to assume that whoever they're going to share with might not even care. Okay? Because you think about it, when you told me, I remember you told me a couple weeks ago, two weeks, three weeks ago, you were like, when you ask somebody how they're doing, ask them how they're doing, but say, but really, how are you doing? Without saying okay. Right? And to that, I thought about the fact that, well, people will only assume that it's okay to say okay because them sharing how they're actually feeling might be an inconvenience for you because that's what they're used to. So they're gonna to respond to what they feel like is necessary, what they feel like um, could come out of it, which would be, ah, they don't really care, so I'm gonna say okay and keep it pushing, you know? And, um, it, it's unfortunate and it feels like that's where I feel we, we all fall short socially because at that point, we don't even have the patience anymore to listen to how people feel. We don't have the patience. I don't have the patience to hear how you actually feeling anymore. Like, how you feeling? And then I'm not even like, okay, I asked you how you feel, but like, you actually gonna tell me how you feel? I didn't know you about to actually tell me that. You know how many conversations, situations I've been in where I'm actually shocked that a person really opened up to me and then like naturally, I'm like, oh, they really opening up to me right now. Like, why do I, why, why would I even feel that way? Why would I feel okay to feel not okay that somebody's telling me that they're not okay? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. It's, it's, there's these weird formalities now that we can't really express how we feel. Even we all celebrities now, we all feel like we got a million people watching our every move. So when we, on social media, we can't even really tell people how much we love stuff, how much we like stuff. We got everything got to be so cool, everything got to be so um, so branded and calculated, and so where everything's so cookie cutter. And so we don't never know how nobody feel about nothing unless it's popular and it's cool to hop on a train. Everybody in the room may like one person, and that person I know because it's not cool to let anybody know how much you like them. Or everybody may have a problem with something. And we can't say that we have a problem because it's not the topic of conversation and nobody cares. And, uh, we, we all in this 
trained where we have to speak, we have to talk in line. We all in line. You can't get out of line. Everybody come for you if you're out of line, it feels like. But it's, we, there's, it feels like we're being herded, you know, socially by the algorithm. We over here in real life only communicating about the, so, the internet life or only thinking of stuff in perception of, dang, how is this going to translate to my grand? I'll be in a club taking a video for the grand. You know what I mean? It's our social, our real life is dictated by this algorithm. And I don't know. I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> but I want to say I don't know, but I noticed it's a problem. I may say cut it off, but that's extreme. You feel like you left behind. You feel like you left behind, but maybe that's necessary. Maybe that's a train you don't want to be on. But isn't it beautiful to be to be obscure, like to not be a part of that, you know, for whatever reason, for however, like however, however long, like, isn't it beautiful? Because I think of, okay, in this day and age, yeah, to, to go off of social media, especially as a creative, somebody with a business or what have you, it's not always a good thing, you know? However, to go, kind of go back to the standards and the confines and being confined and the authority and all of that stuff, it's also liberating and it's also freeing to have that choice. Uh, I can come off phone, I can delete Instagram right now. And everybody can try to find out who I am, where I am or whatever, but they got my number. They got my phone, they can text me, they can call me. Isn't it crazy that people naturally go to your DMs first yeah, than I, your actual phone? I think it's crazy that we have to be so accessible to everybody. Yes, that's the, you know, exactly, I, yeah. The past year, I've made it. I'm, this is the best thing I've done in the past year. I've made it so regular for everybody in my life to know I'm not going to text back. I very much know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so glad I don't have to be glued to my phone feeling the anxiety and pressure. Because I get a million DMs, I get a million texts, got a million, hey, I want to, uh, I'm, I feel like we are trained that we have to be so accessible to everybody. We can't miss opportunity, we can't miss a call, we can't miss right. a hey. Because, right. you know, everybody take it personally, too. If I don't respond to them, people are going to be hurt by it. But it's like, man, I, I be busy. I'm averaging under three hours of sleep for the last three months yeah, a nuts. night. That's nuts. You know what I mean? Are you okay? I'm tired. Are you fine? <laughs> you know, I'm tired. I'm at a yeah, point man. in my life where I'm ready. I quit my job this second. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, somebody talked to me the wrong way this second. I'm I'm like, because it's, I'm tired. I'm tired of a lot of stuff. And I'm just moving, just on, on, on. And that's honest, but I wouldn't have no other way. I wouldn't slow down. I mean, I, I'm doing a lot and I love it. I love how much I'm doing. I love how much I, I don't want to do more. I feel like I don't have enough time in a day. Wow. It's not that I want more sleep, I want more time. Because mm. if I could, man, if God be like, man, you don't want to sleep, I'll never have you sleep again. I'm like, thank you. Mm. I don't want to sleep. I, I want to I wanna do more. I want to have more time. And that's... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was going to ask, do you, so do you think sleeping incentivizes you, not sleeping, do you think that incentivizes how your workflow is, like with everything, like how you create, like do you think it incentivizes you to just kind of be more in whatever it is that you decide to, you know, 
I know, I know I mainly just pass out. That's the only way I sleep. So I know, to me, sleeping is just a formality. It's like, yep, it comes with the sign up to be human, you know. So say, yep, you gotta sleep. You gotta sleep sometimes. Hey, man. You're like negotiating a contract with life. Like, can I really, can I take this out? And there was a point in time where all I wanted to do was sleep, you know. But I felt like that was escapism. That was me not being satisfied with myself and the world. But it's two different perspectives on sleep. That's deep. That's super deep. I be I be thinking. I be trying. That's why I'm out of my head. I just be feeling now, because mm -hmm. I just spend too much time thinking. I didn't thought of every everything, and it be is you go in these circles, and it's not a full circle. It's like these cliffhanger circles. I don't even know if that makes sense. They don't gotta. It's like a, a it. spiral. That's it. why they say you spiraling. <laughs> it's uh. I don't know. I, I don't know how we do this, how we living in this world right now. It's so crazy. Everything be so crazy. Everything he does feels so crazy. I be feeling everything upside down. It's everything. The way we speak to each other, that's the main thing I notice. I feel like everybody's so detached. And the whole point of being human is to be con like connected. Like connections is the only thing we really here for. And it's, we so detached from, I say, we can look at somebody in the face and only think about how, how this interaction benefits them. We don't connect, we don't try and combine our worlds. I be thinking about Avatar, you know, when they pull yeah. their hair and yeah. that little. Like we we don't be doing that with nobody. Nah. We don't even got that. That's 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 interesting because the evolution of us is ultimately the the what's the word the digression of us because in the same way we're evolving with all these other things, the technology, um, ways to travel, ways to communicate, right? Ways to be social, right? We're doing the exact opposite. Uh, we're not using the technology, the technology is using us. We're not communicating. Communication is just a connotation over two people talking. It's not real communication. It, it isn't a, it isn't a even playing field, it's a transaction. Um, and communication shouldn't feel that way. You know, if I'm talking to you, I shouldn't feel like I'm talking and then I have to put, put a, I have to put a dash or a period for you to go. You know, there should be even opportunities and even chances, especially if you're listening, right, and I'm listening, we should be able to process the information um, in the same breath of sharing and expression. And it should feel natural, it should feel normal. But I, I find oftentimes, and I, I really only speak to the Western culture, I think it's just really America, to be honest. I haven't been out the country, but I've just, I've seen it, I've watched the films, I've watched the TV, I've met people from other countries. They just are very different socially because they aren't put in this blender of all of these options growing up, man. Everybody's childhood in Europe is completely different than ours growing up, I'm pretty sure. China, you know, Asia in general, like, you know what I mean? People like Africa, like it's just, everybody's childhood is different, which is why a lot of those people are socially, I would say more advanced than we are because we have AIDS, you know, like that, that helps us, right? So like, you know, us, you know, when we grew up, okay, we have technology a little bit, but you know, we grew up in a generation where 
you know, we had toys and we went outside, we played, we did things, right? It wasn't until we were like in the sixth grade, seventh grade that like technology really started to kind of go crazy. And then high school was when it really started to go crazy. But by that time, we knew who we were. You know, we had already had it in our mind that, yo, this is who I am, this is what I'm doing, this is how I think. I don't need this uh, social media to tell me who I am. I don't need Instagram to tell me how good I look or, you know, if I, if I, if I look good in this fit, or I don't need Instagram for that. I don't need Twitter's opinions, right? We were in more control. But now this, this newer generation, they are victims of, you know, being controlled by that social construct of um, this is the standard. This is, this is, this filter is going to make you look better. This filter is objectively good for you. You should put this filter on and you should share it. You should want to get likes. You should want to get comments. If you don't have a thousand followers, you're a nobody. Like, if, like that's how they, that's how they think. Like how you just said, they attribute, people attribute everything to, how does this look good on Instagram? I'm taking this pic for the gram. I'm not even taking it for my phone. I'm, I'm going to Instagram, going to my story, hitting the ad story, I'm taking a video. Yeah, I'm cropping you know? every photo to four by five. Every photo to four by five. I'm <laughs> doing it, so it, it's gonna be boom. I'm already, so, you know, it, 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 I think it speaks deeper to self-esteem. I think it speaks deeper to, um, again, the inability to process that type of, you know, what's the word? Um, go ahead, I'm sorry, you better go. Yeah, I look at the younger generation like it's victims. Uh, but they figuring it out. But it's all stuff we and the people before us left them. We created this social media way of, right. you know, we remember Twitter in 2013, 2014, the wild, wild west. We remember Facebook before our parents had it. You know what I mean? You remember Instagram before DMs. It's hard to think about Instagram wow. before DMs. We used to just be posting. We used to just be posting, that's mad. And and now I'm at a place personally where I don't want followers. I don't want nobody to perceive me that don't love me. I, I don't even want you to think about me. If I got a two million followers of people who don't care about me, I'd be mad. Mm -hmm. I don't want I don't want eyes watching me all the time. Mm -hmm. We feel like we can't have stuff exclusive. We can't have an exclusive friendship that social media don't see. Every relationship gotta figure out how to broadcast it in a way that make everybody look at them like, wow, they're together and they love each other. I want to be like that. You, we have to feel like, you don't need to know how my relationship is. I don't need to be, I don't need you because you don't care. You're not going to handle and care about my situations, my information, what I'm going through delicately. I, I be feeling bad for celebrities. and I'm like, dang, you walked out the house. You was just trying to get a quick bite to eat. Now they talking about how you look. Dang, now you self-conscious about how you walking, how you talking, how you laughing. We all be so self-conscious in a way where we just molding into everybody else. Everybody speak the same, everybody use the same internet lingo. It, it's cool, it ain't, I ain't going to bash nobody. I just like bringing it up because it's something to be aware of. I feel like all this stuff kind of swooped on us without us being aware. We looked up like, dang. Happened really fast. I blurt out TikToks. I don't even got a TikTok. Yeah. I'll be sitting there blurting. Well, I got one. I don't, I don't have it. Mm -hmm. I made it like 2018. So if you follow me on there, that it don't exist. Right, it's not me. It's not me. <laughs>
maybe in the future, yeah. this would be funny if in the future I'm on there. Oh, yeah, hit the little move. But and the only reason I don't have TikTok is because I'm anti. I'm hipster. Are you, do you think, because people will hear that, right? And they'll probably think, like, oh, he's trying too hard to be this way. But me knowing you, man, that's just how you are. Bro. I was literally just talking about it um, with Devin, bro. And I was telling Devin, I was like, Dion, I'm like, Dion, when you call me, I was like, bro, I'm like, that's that's not the Dion thing. Dion doesn't just call you and say, yo, I'm on my way. Dion just either pops up yeah. or hits you with that text, like, yo, I just woke up. Yeah. Like, five hours later type thing, right? Yeah. And it's normal. I mean, like, that's you. I'm not I, even I mad about it. I normalize being Dion. Yes. That's, that, that, like, that's Dion right there, bro. You know what I mean? So it's okay, right? But um, like I said, people will hear that and they'll probably think, like, well, Oh, he's trying too hard to be different, to be... you, Bro, did you see that Drewski meme where he was like, people swear they misunderstood? When they when he did a... He had like this fit on and he was acting like emo and like... That's so funny. <laughs> bro, he was like I, misunderstood. I, I, I haven't seen it because I... See, I love wow. Drew, I love Drewski videos. I don't follow Drewski. Word, okay. I just be... Sometimes he be making me feel bad. I be looking at him. I be, he like make fun of somebody. I'm like, no, not them. Like I be seeing the punch coming. So I, be, I can't be watching it. You talking about the, um, the, the lives? Or you talking yeah, about the lives. Yeah. You know, he be too good with it. I be seeing That's it. Crazy. I be seeing the punchline coming. I be like, oh man. I be bracing for the hit. Because to them, they might actually really be on there. Like, you I know, know what I mean? I be, yeah, like, yeah, I, I, be, I be feeling a heartbreak. I so I be like, oh, I, can't, right. I can't be following. But I feel that. Mm -hmm. I hate, I hate that. <laughs> like, I, I, there's not a lot that I hate. Okay. But I hate you know, the depression aesthetic thing. Like, I'm about to be emo, so I get attention, or I'm a, you know, I'm be, I'm so different. I don't even be feeling like, like when I say I'd be different, I just know I'm an individual. I'm myself, I've been myself. I've been a lone wolf. I've had friends my whole life, but I've always kind of had my own path and I'm okay with it. When it comes to TikTok, it's like, I would love to love it. I'd be loving to like stuff. I am a fan of stuff. When I be liking stuff, I'm, I be cheering. I be at the front of the line, like, yeah. That's dope. But when I don't, I can't fake it. Mm -hmm. So TikTok, I be cringing. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. It's a lot of questionable things on TikTok, I tell you that. I don't even consume a lot. Yeah. I don't even, people think I listen to music. Yeah. I, be, I don't know nobody. Really. I will say this, bro. It was a very funny situation when I walked in and you was playing 2K. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know you play 2K. I've yeah. known this, right? Yeah. But it's just like, I feel like for anybody who could look at someone and kind of create this like idea of who Dion is based off of what they see, they would not expect to walk downstairs. I mean, I know Dion's a person. So like, seeing you play 2K wasn't abnormal. It was just funny because I put myself in that headspace of, yo, you playing 2K, right? Man, like, I, Madden? Like, you playing Madden, too? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm over here. I'm trying to... You're human. Yeah, I can't just sit down and listen to music all day yeah. or watch films all day. Because at a certain point, it's too much. I got overload. I don't care anymore. I People got to be so... I only can listen to music that really move me, that strike me. And it don't got to be, you know, my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy or right. Frank Ocean Blind. Yeah. Uh, Blind, my favorite album ever. But, you know, somebody, if someone did kill most blind, I'll take it. Right. But
but it don't got to be that level. I listen to Yeet. I listen to whoever's interested in me, and stuff just don't be interesting. And I don't have the bandwidth, I don't have the capacity to keep consuming a bunch of music, a bunch of... I, I couldn't tell you a little Baby song right now, besides, that's my dog, and that's years ago. I, I really couldn't tell you. So it's not that I'd be like trying, I just don't have the, the bandwidth to just kind of be in on everything. I wish I did. So I want to switch gears a little bit. I want to kind of dive into that, man, because, you know, that's, I think, a big part of who you are. I mean, you're an artist, obviously, but you're definitely, um, I mean, bro, you're exceptionally gifted when it comes to music. The way you make it, the way you hear it, the way you talk about it, like music just kind of like, it's just, in, it's in your DNA. You know what I'm saying? I've heard so many different versions of like where you can go musically. It's ridiculous. It's almost like witnessing. I mean, it's, it's, it's like witnessing. I always, or not joke, but I always say like, I will just kind of like put you in like in a comparison bubble. And we remember we always talk about like Pharrell, Kanye, and you know what I mean? And, and, and Jay and all them. And we will always talk about well, I will always kind of go to that to that root of like, bro, it's kind of like watching the genius of one of those guys in, in the flesh. You know what I mean? When I'm talking about you. So I think that musically, I really want to know um, what take do you have on how you process your own music? Like what place do you have to go to 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 basically to internalize how you're feeling about something you might make, you want to make, an idea you might have about like the music, like what's your take on your process? It's all feeling. It's all feeling based. I, I've learned every technique. One thing about me is I'm a nerd. I'm going to learn everything there is to know about something I like. And that, whether it's friendships, like I'll listen to every detail you tell me about your life. I'm a listener. So I sit here, you, you're not even going to know I've picked up or I connected these dots in your life, because I care. So I be a nerd. So music, I learned a million techniques. And some stuff bore me. So I could make a song that's good. But I, if I'm going to rap, it can't sound like nobody's rap. I can't hit the this flow or that flow. I can't do it. So then it's like, I know there's that anti stuff I brought up. So it's all feeling based. And when it comes to like, I feel like I got imposter syndrome when it comes to music. Because I, I can't sing, you know what I mean? Like, I can sing a little bit. Ah, I sing a little bit, but I can't sing. So, you know what I mean? And I don't like my voice really. And I, I'm not this grade A pianist or uh, I love people who play violin. Or I talk to somebody, they're like, man, I'm a composer. I'm like, man, arrangement is everything to me. And I feel like, I feel like I'm a well-rounded player. You know? So I, 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 I take myself everywhere, but I'm just willing to do, you know, stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna try and try and try. I keep pushing my own envelope, and I think it makes it unique. I never really notice how, you know, I never really perceive my music as good, right. and that's something that is, it's a deterrent to me, because when I'm making music, I'm like, yeah, this is cool. And I'm listening to you know, Siegfried by Frank Ocean. I'm like, dang, this is so masterful. Mm -hmm. But I'm also doing everything myself. Right. 
um, every song I've made, you know, I release it like right after I make it. So I never sit on stuff. I wish I did that. I wish I was the type that like fleshed out ideas, but I'm just, I'm Jackson Pollock. I'm, you know, I'm Franz Klein. I'm throwing paint at the canvas. And I've learned some cool techniques to make my quick expressionist, fast, whatever. But I wish I could be more Rothko. I wish I could be sitting there, looking at it, analyzing it a little bit more. I wish I was more that way, but I wish I could do masterpieces. At this point in time, I know one day I will be able to. That could be tomorrow. That could be tonight. As of right now, I'm just very- You could have already done it, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Hey, I could have, you know, uh, let me not, let me not, I hate self-deprecating stuff. I'm, I'm great, you know, I'm like, oh. but I, I definitely want musically to get better always. And that's the, my acceleration thing, but it makes music a hard thing for me. Because I do the full thing, I write it, mix, yes. produce it, master it. You're a jack of all trades, so not I, just in music, just period. Thank you. It's great. But when I go to make a song, they'd be like, okay, I gotta make the beat. Okay, now I have to conceptualize something interesting and honest and raw. I can't say lines I don't mean on a song. Man, we could sit down freestyle. I'll be saying the coolest, whatever. I can't, if I don't mean it, I can't say it on a song. So for me, I gotta then do all that internal energy of, conceptualizing something that I really want to express, I really feel, and then I got to spit it out, and then I'm like, okay, I got to mix it, and it got to be the best mix, it got to be, it can't be off. And I don't even have any good mix songs out. Like, all my good mixes are all my friends' stuff. I'm like, dang. But, um, and then now, then I'm like, okay, now I got to do the cover. Then I got to, I don't even do videos for myself. I don't even want videos, because by the time it's time to do a video, I'm exhausted. I'm on to the next stuff. I'm exhausted that song. I've done a, a billion things on this one song, a billion small decisions. I don't need to do no, uh, no cover now, man. I'm tired. But then it'll be like, or I'll do now, well, I'll do a cover always, but I'm in, I'm in a video. I'll be tired. And then I'm like, okay, next idea. If I don't do it in one swing, man, I can't even get a song out. Mm -hmm. I, I, got, I can't go back to my old ideas. I wish. I got a million 30% done sweet ideas. But if I didn't knock that out the park one swing, it'd be hard. Bro, you know, it's, 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 it's crazy to even hear you say all of that because you downplay a lot of what you do, I think. I think you downplay really your, your talent. Yeah, I mean, you know you're doing it too. Like, you downplay it because I mean, like, I don't know, it's, it's like, it, it's like, I almost got tripped up because it's like one of those things where you, as the artist, naturally, you can, you know, make it. And again, like I said earlier, it's in you. So because it's in you, it's like, oh, it's, it's what I do. I mean, it's whatever, you know, like, I can make this song. It sounds okay. It's cool. I don't, I don't even look at it as good, whatever, right? But somebody else can hear it and they can hear, they can have a whole like outer body experience, you know, like, so. What you deem as, ah, I wish I would've did this one better. Somebody might be like, yo, you changed my life with this. This is it. Like, I listen to this every single day. You know what I mean? And, and so, in the same breath, like, for instance, if I take a picture 
right? And of a dude walking on the beach, right? And somebody's like, and somebody's like, bro, this picture just reminded me of when I was a kid. I was walking on the beach with my grandfather and he passed away, man. I actually have a picture of him walking on the beach. It just reminded me of it. And it's just that this is intense. I might have thought, yo, this is not really a good picture to me. I don't really like this picture. I don't like that he's all the way on the left. I can get very technical, you know, but that just kind of goes back to show you that it's not really about you. It's your gift that you should use to delegate and help other people. And I think once you step outside of that, ah, how do I see it? Yeah. And you look at the reaction from the crowd, man, it's like it'll change your whole angle and your, and your whole everything, right? Nah. I definitely feel it because I've done the taking every song down that I've ever posted before. Uh, and I would do that again yeah. if it was up to just my taste. But I know people do like it. Mm -hmm. I leave it up. Because then you look at it and now you're projecting your own opinion and trying to mask it as somebody else's. Like, ah, oh, man, ah, dog, this doesn't even look good. But it might look good to that person, but because you're masking it as somebody else, it's like, oh, I just don't even look good. Man, I don't even look good either. Like, this is crazy. Like, no, it's... I, I just can't wait to reach the level that I want to be at. Yeah. Like, and what hey, is that? What is that level? What's that level you're talking about? Man, it's going to be... It's, I can't put it in words. I just know it feel like Star Wars Episode Three. I know it feel like Avatar. I know it feel like a Christopher Nolan film. I know it feel, feel like... You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, it's, and I like, I like process stuff. I love raw stuff. It not, everything don't gotta be this crazy, masterful thing. But I know once I'm, where I'm like, dang, when I'm impressing myself, I'm like, woo, I'm excited for that. But you know, right now I'm just constantly getting better. I'm in control, so I was like, I could do, I feel like I could do whatever I want. But it's just a little information here and there that I'm just trying to, get through. That's why once I'm in a comfortable space, I feel like once I'm in a space where I can create all day, every day, I'm gonna be so, so dangerous. Yeah, bro, I can see it. I can definitely see the potential. I could definitely, well, I, I, personally, I think that you are in that space from my perception now. Um, I think that you for sure have hit that ceiling. Bro, you're like, I don't wanna put you on a pedestal, but I'm recognizing the genius of who you are. And I think that you've already hit the ceiling um, before a lot of people who think that they're at that ceiling. Like you, you can step in a lot of spaces and rooms right now, I feel, that the general public might look at, <clears throat> might look at as, I can't wait to get in that room, I need to get in that room. Once I'm in that room, I made it. Like, these are the people that I need to be around, I need to be like. I believe that that like phrase that general room that people speak to to have a look um a very like like you can receive that look but ultimately you walk into that room with the people who are actually supposed to be in there it looks completely different it's like walking in a room and expecting a bunch of white collar people but no you walking in everybody got jogging pants and a biker jacket on and a detroit hat you get what i'm saying so the look isn't really, again, it kind of goes back to that subjectivity and objective standard or whatever, but I for sure think that you are for sure in that room, in that metaphysical room, in that room somewhere. And uh, I, I believe you hit that surface. That's why I'm so happy um, and I'm very grateful that 
Um, you know, we can say, I mean, we, this is how we, you know, we, we talk all the time, but it's normal, but I'm just glad that you are able to, to share this on the podcast because this podcast is everything and you blessing it and like, you know, sharing, giving your brain and giving how you feel and what you think. And, um, from your perspective, from, from an artist's perspective, Dion's perspective, I think is a very fruitful thing for a lot of other creators and a lot of other artists who might be in that space, who might um, feel that pressure. Uh, I don't want to post it. Oh, I want to take this off. I want to archive this. Um, ah, this song doesn't sound good. I don't want to share it. Oh, I don't want to release this song yet. But Dion just said that he released this song right after he make them. Like, he can't sit on them. We're like, well, I should try that. Like, and, it opens and, it up. And I really only do it because my friends be holding on to great stuff yeah. all the time. Yeah. You hold on to great photos. My boys, they hold on all these songs. I be working with them mad at him like man you got about four albums and you not you not posting nothing I so i be i make a song throw it out like there it go like trust me it's okay the water's fine but i it's, you say i belong in the rooms but you do too like this was i think so it's easy for you to talk about me in this situation i'm about to, about to see the leg with the i'm about to switch into you for a second because I think you don't even realize. I I be like looking at your stuff. You tell me. I remember once we was on the phone. You was like, "Man, I love video editing." I'm like, "Man, if I could love video editing, <laughs> I was sitting there like, you don't even know how great you are internally. You have this like real ease to yourself that really makes I be dang. I be feeling crazy. I'll be watching." You just effortless, like just smooth sailing, and I love it. I'm, I'm a big fan. Your work makes me feel like peace. When we made that one song, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I was yeah. like, I was sitting there like, man, yeah. this one, he just one took this so smooth, effortless. I was like, man, I'd have been over there messing up ten times because yeah. I'm going too left field and going too right. So I, I want you to know, you could say, I belong in the room. When you said that, my brain like corrected it. I was like, mm -hmm. we in there. Mm -hmm. We in the room right now. True. Dev in the room right now. True. Facts. I mean, I appreciate that, man. I receive it. Um, I receive it with, with love, with grace. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I receive it because, you know, I mean, it's cool to be looked at that way. You know, I definitely do appreciate those, uh, you know, those observations. You know, that just shows intent. Personally, I don't know. I, I feel like, put me on the spot. I feel like um, I've been through a lot with trying to become, or not even become, to, I, I've, I've been through a lot trying to embrace, like, this, me, you know, I've, 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 I've been in spaces where, you know, I've only given a piece or even not even given anything, you know, which like my, my, my very minimal sense of like, oh, I can do this, that and third was like everything to somebody. Right. And that kind of just showed like where that, I guess that genius, that gift was, but because I could, I could make something like this without even really like, I really didn't even try for real. I mean, it was just, I did it cause I could, I know how, right. But I think that there's definitely 
a, a sense of, I guess, action that I've been feeling like needed to be, um, needed to be implemented in my own process because I feel as though I've for sure hoarded and, and held back and bro, there's, there's archives of, of photos that, you know, of my actual, you know, passion work, you know, things that, you know, people, I mean, nobody's ever seen before. You know, you've seen a couple, but I have a very, very big catalog of things that, I mean, I just haven't given the time to, bro. And I don't know, I felt guilty over the last couple months, year, and two years to where it's like, what am I doing? You know, and then this is kind of, I think this is kind of bleeding into why the podcast is happening at this very moment. It's because it's like the beginning of me just saying, man, you know what, here. You fed up. I'm right, I'm fed up with myself, you know, like, like, man, y'all can have it, man. It's, it's, it's here for a reason. Yeah, you know? I'm, to me, you like the perfect person to have a show. You the perfect person to have a voice. You the perfect person for all this. You've been the perfect person for this. Sometimes it take a few years for us to push through like our own self just to get it, you know, just to get who we are. And I'm, I'm glad you pushed through and like that resistance of who you are is done for. Cause like you just start running full sprint. I see who you are. I know you, I'm, you're a potential hire. Higher than, I ain't myself, I say. That's a dirty joke. Stop. <laughs> my dad be saying it. My dad know the joke. Word, okay, cool. Yeah. But nah, I mean, yeah, that's, 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 that's true. I mean, you helped, you helped a lot, bro. You were the main one that was just like, bro, just do it. And even Devin, too. Devin was like, and he's the prime example. I was about to say, Devin's the most inspiring. He's the example. Ever. He's the example. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy, though, because, like, bro, he's like the epitome of, uh, Oh, you got an idea? Okay, write it down. Oh, you wanna write it down? Okay, do it. Oh, you wanna do it? All right, post it. Are you gonna post it? All right, promote it. Like, he's the epitome of- Dev do everything. Dev will get me up. I be sure. 2 a.m. Sure. see a Dev post. Let me, let me go do something. Man, what? Dev get me up. Dogs, man. Sure. And it, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great, it's a great, 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 great experience. And I'm gonna use the word experience because that's truly what it is, uh, to be a part of a, a friendship. You know, it's, it's dope, it's cool. Brotherhood is dope, as cool as it is with Devin and with you. Because um, in this in a sense, bro, I feel like we all kind of started together. <laughs> like, the very beginning, you know what I mean? Like, it birthed there, you know what I mean? Like, from the music, to just kicking it, to just now the, the, the art, to, to come together. He was making music before me? He was making music before you, that's crazy. Dev is the OG, bro. I feel like, you know, he's the OG, he's a young OG, man. And, um, you know, shout out to Dev, man. <laughs> shout out to Dev. <laughs> little love, little love. I, I, I know this is a start of something. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not a one-off. It's not a blip. This is a start. So uh, I appreciate being a part of the momentum building. I, I'm excited. I'm just going to be sitting there watching popcorn. <laughs> well, I appreciate you for um, I definitely appreciate you for wanting to be here, man, and to have that intention to add to it, right? I feel like you for sure, um, I mean, obviously you're a big part of it, you're a big piece of it, um, but it means a lot to me that you decided to jump it off, right? And, and, and even behind the scenes, man, kind of add and, and give your juice to it. 
um, share your input. I always said that you make things very simple, right? And I think that that's your role in this sense of, you know, you I can I could rant for five hours. You could say, but yeah, man, it's just time. Like you can simplify it like that, man. And I mean, it's the most beautiful thing ever because that's your superpower. That's your that's you can process things at a very very quick rate, right? And you know, turn it into this simplified version and it makes sense right so i definitely do appreciate you for being here bro and uh i mean this isn't the only time or the last time you're gonna be on here but i'm pretty sure everybody's gonna appreciate hearing the genius of Dion antoine uh, on this full circle thanks. podcast bro so thank you you know it's love yeah and uh, you know when we gonna continue we'll keep moving forward yeah all right always love you bro. love you brother Good. Good? Good. Man, that was good, bro. I loved it. I loved it.